This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. Welcome to the Dow of Inbound. This is Ian Garlic, and this is a special solo episode. I've been getting more requests for these solo episodes. People like hearing my voice. Actually, I think most people like the tactics, the strategy that we go over. Um, and this week is it's an important one. It's an embracing one. It's an all-encompassing one. It's the three most important words in sales and marketing. And I've been in sales and marketing for a long time. And, uh, you know, even one of my first jobs was selling cars. And I didn't use the tactics that they taught us. I just didn't feel good about it. But I still was very successful. Um, four or five months in, I was one of the top salespeople. And it wasn't because I was manipulative. It wasn't because... I, I don't even think I worked that harder. I was there. I don't think I worked harder. I just, it was these three words. It was no like, and trust. People, I made sure they knew me. I worked so that they'd like me. And then I worked so that they would trust me. And when that happens, when you move down that scale, people make decisions to work with you. And those things have to happen in that order for the most part. There is... The, you can expedite those three words. You can make no like trust happen faster, but they have to happen. And no like and trust has happened in any relationship for anything to happen in it. And we're not just talking sales. We're not just talking marketing. I mean, when we talk dating, um, when you talk, you know, new friends, uh, very few of us these days will hop on a plane with someone we don't know much less like and trust, and go someplace else. So sales and marketing, though, this is of the most importance. And most of us do this instinctively, especially if you own your own business. You've been in business for a while. You are in sales. And you know how to make this happen. You know how to make someone know you, like you, and trust you, especially in, in the context of, of themselves. Um, but the problem is when it comes to internet marketing, when it comes to inbound marketing, We try and skip these steps. And I see this all the time. People want to know, like, and trust everyone on, everyone to know, like, and trust them on their homepage. They want them, I get this all the time. You know, I ask people, they're like, well, we want to increase, increase the conversion rate, the the amount of people that call from visitors on my homepage. And I'm like, well, you know, you're selling a big ticket item. Even if you're, let's say, a personal injury attorney or, you know, you're selling a free software. Um, and working with you is free. Still, there's a commitment to start moving forward with you. If it's a software, it's a time commitment. And you still have to give up an email address and you have to still sign up and, and, uh, maybe give a credit card and, and then maybe give a, a phone call. And we all know this and we all have those dead softwares. And with attorneys, people are just scared of attorneys. They're scared of, of talking to you. 
there, I was talking to one of my friends, um, last night, Bob Hempel, Colin and Hempel, and we were talking because we, we know people that don't want to call after they've been in a car accident, even though they're injured or they, they've been injured by someone else's doing and, and they don't want to call and they don't want to request money from their insurance and they don't want to call an attorney. And it, it's amazing. So, you know, you know, it's because people don't know what they can do and they might like you as a person, but do, do they like your profession? Do they trust your profession? Do they trust your industry? And, and sometimes what no like and trust isn't just about you. They must know, like, and trust your industry. They must know, like, and trust the process. So let's talk a little bit about how this can happen and some of the biggest mistakes made and then what you can do to avoid the mistakes. First of all, the number one thing that mistake I see is, like we mentioned before, is on a website or an email or an ad, you try and get people to make the whole thing happen at once. Know, like, and trust you at once. I mean, Google says that people do on average 10 searches before making a decision. And and that includes stuff like buying toilet paper. And most likely if you're listening to this, you're not selling toilet paper. You might be selling super high-end toilet paper, but people are doing 10 searches. So they must know, like, and trust the entire process, they must know, like, and trust you. So if they're doing those 10 searches, how do you expect someone to you to convert on your landing page? How do you expect to convert simply through two steps? Especially when it comes to a high-ticket item or some new piece of software that people have never used before or even a piece of software you're asking people to jump ship or a service you're asking people to jump ship with their current provider to a new one. How can you expect that to happen? But you do. You expect your page to convert right away. And when you do that, you do what I call, you have a, the fire hose effect on your website. Instead of having one goal of getting people to know you, possibly like you on your homepage, you want to put everything on the homepage because you need people to know, like, and trust you. You need them to know everything about you. And then like you and trust you. And, and this can happen a little bit in a long form sales page, but even still, you're not going to get conversions right away. Gone are those days. Um, so first of all, decide what the goal of any piece of content is. Decide what the goal of any piece of content is and decide what the goal of any piece of content is. You know, if it's your homepage, what's the goal? Are you driving what's called cold traffic? Are you driving people that have no idea about you there? Well, then they just need to know who you are and what you do. Are Is your page mainly referrals? Are you a referral-based business? You know, there are some commercial attorneys out there. There are some pieces of software that very seldom is someone going to just go purely looking for it. And you, you need to drive things through like direct response or LinkedIn and they go to a landing page first, then go to your homepage and they know a little bit about you. Well, then if that's the case, then your, your homepage should be about like, and I'm just picking on the homepage right now. Um, 
But this goes for video. I mean, at Authentic Web, we make a lot of video. For a lot of clients, you know, they're always surprised. They're like, our minimum video package is 14 videos. I'm like, well, what am I going to do with all those videos? I'm like, do you have more than 14 conversations? Yeah, you do. Um, you, you have more than 14 conversations with uh, people, 14 types of conversations. So really, 14 is a minimum. You know, we have clients we've done hundreds of videos for, and they're like, well, why? Because it's all those little conversations. And also the conversations, whether you, they know, like, and trust you at that point. Are you getting someone to just know who you are? Are you trying to get someone to like you? Or are you trying to get someone to trust you with that video? And then, you know, know you for a variety of things. We all have a variety of aspects of our services, a variety of aspects of our products, even in software. Um, or, you know, if, if it, like fully accountable was one of our clients and, and also we use, you know, they're the first ones that come in the head. Uh, they're a CFO service, but they do bookkeeping and accounting and people are going to have a variety of needs that they're out there looking for. So you're going to have a variety of videos speaking to that specific need. Cause if you try and tell them everything at once, Oh, then they get drowned out. So, the seven types of videos, which we'll talk about in a future episode, um, that we create at Authentic Web are seven types of content that you really should be doing. And then, you know, decide within those seven types of content, is someone going to know, like, or trust you more? Um, but don't make the mistake of trying to get everything into one piece of content. Don't try and make that know, like, trust happen all at once. And people, you know, they're, they're like, well, what should I do with this video? Well, what's the goal? Is it no like and trust? No, no like or trust. And, and it becomes clear that because if, if, you know, we've talked in previous episodes and we'll talk about it again. And all of our, all of the people that are in the agency world or, or work with clients, uh, helping them get more clients, they talk about who's your ideal client, who's your ideal customer, who's that avatar. And if you can imagine that avatar and, in their relationship to you on that no like trust scale, well, that becomes ultra clear what this video should be about. And, you know, ultra clear on how long the video should be. Because also, if someone knows you and likes you, they're going to spend a little more time watching you because they're about to make a decision. Maybe they want to get educated a little bit more. So they trust you, but they don't trust the process. They don't trust themselves. So they need a, a four or five minute video. But you can't get someone to, that has no idea who you are to watch a four or five minute video. It's just like a, in a relationship. If, if you take that avatar and you, you all, someone popped into your head that you thought, man, they're my favorite client right now. Now imagine before they knew you, could you spend 20 minutes talking to them about your business? Could you spend five minutes? No. You would introduce yourself. You might even tell people what you do, but just give you a brief overview. And if they're looking for that service, yeah, hey, I do that. Tell me a little bit more about your problem. You know what I'm You don't tell people everything that you do. You ask them a question. You learn a little bit more about your problem. So that segues into the next thing with the no like trust scale. And it's really when you're developing content, you want to decide what the next step is. And since we can use what's called survey funnels, and that's something we'll get into in future episodes too. It's Ask by uh, Ryan Levesque. It's a great book. And they do survey funnels where you get to know more about 
your your ideal audience, and that's a whole nother situation. But with videos, we generally can't ask a question. So we have to surmise what their next steps are. You know, and sometimes we want to get them to simply call us. Maybe we need them to get out a form. Maybe we need them to download a piece of information. And we we surmise we we would say you know, what's the next thing that we need to do? Well, they know us. We want to get them to like us. Hey, go check out our, our testimonials. You know, maybe, maybe you had a problem like one of the case studies that we have. And I just use the word testimonials and I, I revert back to it, but I don't like it because you really should have case studies on your website. And that's a whole nother episode. And I know we've just lined up 20 episodes. Well, it's a good reason to keep listening, but having case studies on your website and going, Hey, now that you know me, go listen to some of the people that we've worked with that have, might have something similar, uh, a similar reason to work with us to, as you. Maybe, you know, you're a consultant that you're getting clients, but you're not getting the type of clients you want. Well, then watch this episode where we helped one of our clients get more of the type of clients they want and raise their prices. Watch this case study where they talk about that. Or maybe, you know, you're in industry and people don't know who you are. Well, watch this case study. Um, you know, and whatever your industry is, there you, you have case studies. And the more of those case studies you have, it's a great segue in the know, like, trust. You can get people to know, like, and someone trust you right away. But maybe then they watch the case study and... So what's the next step? Well, then they're going to learn more about you on your about page. And at that point, their, their trust level, it, now they're looking to trust you on their about us page. And if they opt in and they call you, maybe they don't trust you completely. You know, you might think, well, it's a referral. They trust me completely. But they, they don't. And you have to build that trust so you can follow up with emails about about you and about what you do. So thinking about the next step, what do you want them to do and priming them for the next step in that piece of content or just developing what's called your funnel? Where's the next step that you want them to do or what's the next logical thing for them to do? Now that they know who you are, they're probably going to do a little bit of research. You know, and... And you might want to do what's called retargeting or you might want to ask them to opt in because this is the, these are the 10 questions that we get the most from someone like you. And here's the answers to them. Please download that and then follow up with them. And get them to like you and then get them to trust you. But when you think about that, when you just develop that scale and you look at your content and look at your email follow-ups, and look at your website. Is this building no like trust? Or are we trying to skip it? Or are we trying to do everything? Um, so you should be asking these questions. Why, what is the point of this piece of content? But also then on the no like trust scale, as you say, well, what's the goal of this? Think about that avatar and say, why should they know me? And then why should they like me? And why should they trust me from their point of view? That's a big uh, turnaround because you might say, 
well, I've got these credentials. Or, you know, we built out this platform on the, the, the highest, the fastest servers in the world. Or, you know, I've got 20, um, of the best developers. I've got the best team in the world. But what does that matter to me? What does the best team mean to me as your client? One of the things, you know, when we worked with attorneys is there's all these credentials, bar association, AVO rated, blah, blah, blah. It means nothing to most people. Yeah, they should trust you because of it, but you have to put it in their context. Why do, what do they need for you to trust them? Maybe it is case studies. But the good part is that someone moves down the no like trust scale. They're going to listen to you more and you're not, you have to make less, uh, it'll be more about you and less about them because they're going to believe what you're saying. Other aspect about the no like trust scale is, you know, while you think that people are going to know you and remember you, and that this won't deteriorate, people can move back down the no like trust scale. You can obviously do something so someone no longer trusts you, and it becomes very hard to move further along that scale. You get then do something so now no one likes you. And wow, those are the things that stink, and those are the things that keep business owners up at night. But I think probably one of the most insidious ones is we assume that people will continue to know us and know what we do, especially our friends, because they might like us and trust us, but they might not know us, know our process, and they don't want to ask. Our friends don't want to ask what we do because it's embarrassing. And how are they going to refer people to us? They want to, but how are you going to make sure that they know you on a continuous basis? You know what you do while still not deteriorating that like and trust. It's a tough one. And and the way you do that is by continuously providing value to your friends, your family, but also those people that maybe opted in, didn't hire you, but you want to remind them. What are the ways that you're going to provide value? And that value mindset, you know, when we talk about marketing mindsets and you hopefully you're listening to the marketing uh, the morning marketing mindsets, but value and abundance by giving away a lot giving away information, giving away advice. Maybe it's not even advice that specifically will lead someone to hire you, but it's advice that your expertise can, can give. And, uh, you know, I've seen some great uh, examples of it, you know, in the software world. I've seen great examples of it um, in, in consulting, where maybe that's not the thing that you consult about. Maybe that's not the thing that the so- your software solves. But it's advice that your ideal clients need, your constituents need, your friends need. So you can give that to them and remind them what you do and remind them so they know you. And, and in that context, talk more about your process. Um, you know, I saw, uh, a referral, or I'm sorry, not referral software. Uh, Jody was here in our last episode, and referral software was a great one. But you know what? Let's use her as an example. I know she's given advice to small companies about developing their referral programs. Now, her while she can help that in, in a consultancy aspect, her software doesn't develop a referral program. 
but it's something that most businesses need. And they might not even use her software, but she's giving away advice on how to develop a referral program. She just did it on, on one of our previous episodes. Uh, Jody Lane, check out that out. It's referral marketing. Um, and it's a great episode about how to develop a referral program and the keys to it. But she provided that value. And by providing that value and broadcasting that value over and over again, you might not be ready to develop a referral program right now. You might not even ever use her referral software, but you're going to remember what she does because you're going to be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And one day you'll do it and you'll remember Jody. And you'll know her and like her and trust her. And you might not use her software, like I said, but you'll refer people to her. So, you know, it's a multi-layered uh, inception referral program. Um, <laughs> but it, it, what I'm saying, though, is, you know, you want to continuously people, get people knowing you and liking you and trusting you. It's not a one-time deal either. And that's that's really the, the whole point of inbound marketing is to stay in people's minds and provide value and provide and, and come with that abundance mindset that you're, this will work for you. And the more value you provide, not only are you going to move people down the no like trust scale, but you're gonna you're gonna keep growing a business that you enjoy because when you provide value, you get a a, a part of you grows, and we're not holding that back. A part of you grows, and we, you know we, we have a whole series of abundance mindsets in there, and, and really what that's about is letting go of the idea that you know to get someone to know, like, and trust you, it has to be manipulative. If you just provide value, someone's gonna know, like, and trust you. You just can't, you can't skip the steps. You can't try and make all the steps happen at once. But the thing, last thing I want you to remember is you can speed up the process. Because the more you understand their situation and you understand your ideal client situation, we talk about storyboarding out their, their process, the faster you can make it happen. Because, you know, I was talking to um, a service provider that is a national service provider and they get people to come into them for a call center and they ask a lot of questions and they're great questions that that make people start thinking about hiring them and make people start to trust them and trust the process but so they they move people down that no like trust scale but they weren't having a high conversion rate and one of the things that you can do now is begin that no like trust process earlier on so once someone knows you you can have them download something that will help them to like and trust you so while it might happen in the context of your current process that they hear a radio ad and call you in the meantime they can download something before they call you that will prep them for that phone call that will speed up that phone call they'll get them to know like and trust you faster because you might send them a series of emails. Because when someone takes action, they want to know, like, and trust you right then. They want to know, like, and trust you. And so you gotta, you got to take full advantage of that and pile it on. But you only have a few days to do that. So preparing your process for someone to know, like, and trust you is very important. Having that strategy, understanding their situation, understanding your ideal client. And it's really a simple set. Understand your ideal client, understand their situation, understand your buying process. How can we make that happen faster down the no like trust scale? It's as simple as that. So as you go out and apply that this today, 
you know, look at your marketing. What's the goal of this? Is it for someone to know, like, or trust me? What's going to move them to the next step? And am I trying to do too much with this piece? Um, remember, know, like, trust. If you remember those three words that you look at all of your marketing, it will help them out. And don't get me started on branding because really your logo, it's its about how someone know, like, and trust you. It, it, it's not, and, and they associate that. The logo will not make someone know, like, or trust you unless you steal someone else's logo. And then they won't trust you. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you listening to Dial of Inbound. I hope you know, like, and trust me a little more today. Um, this is Ian Garlic, CEO of Authentic Web. Please, please, please go to my Facebook page, Ian Garlic. Go to my website and let me know what you think of this. Let me know how you're going to apply no like and trust. And if you have a specific question, please put it up there. Um, my, myself or my team will help you answer that on the Facebook page. Uh, you have a wonderful day. And thanks for letting me be a part of your marketing journey.